Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Sports Talk Mississippi with you on this Tuesday afternoon. One day closer, closer to the start of Super Regional play. Right now on the Farm Bureau phone line, Jake Gotro joins us, assistant baseball coach at Mississippi State. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Coach, congratulations, Super Regional, fun time of the year. No doubt about it. Thank you guys very much, uh, and thanks for having me today. I guess you can call it a little, little pinch, pinch hit for Coach Lamonis today, but um, it is best time of year. Uh, the boys are happy to be out of school and just playing baseball, and uh, we're getting close to trying to get where we're going. Well, it's good, though. I mean, I, I told you last time we visited, I, you were probably more entertaining than Coach Lamonis anyway, so we're glad to have you back. <laughs> well, we all know that. We all know that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, so, all right, No, all kidding aside here, we, we really need to know what you did, what drills you pulled out, what you said to get Jake Mangum out of the massive slump that he was in. <laughs> oh, everybody's taking credit for it. We get we got coach uh, we got Raj giving him a bat to sleep with the night before. Jalen is giving him a, a bucket of live chicken. Um in all honesty he Wait, he got a bucket no, of live chickens? Not live chicken, excuse me. It's not live chicken. Um oh. KFC chicken or whatever it was. But oh, uh, okay. yeah, we didn't sacrifice a live chicken. That may have worked though. Um, but you know what? I've become really close to Jake, um, just like you know we do with all the kids. And I called him in my office and just told him why he was special. You know, and it, forget about the ability, the talent, the the hitter in him. I talked about the attitude, um, not so much the arrogance, but the confidence and just the will to win, the will to step in the box and just beat you. And since I've been here, that's all he does. He just steps in the box and he beats the guy on the mound. And I think he was starting to think a little bit too much. And when I show, I put things on paper, when I showed it to him, I said, are you doing any of these things right now? You know, he kind of looked at me. And so I challenged him to just be Jake, and he went out there that night. Not that I was swinging the bat for him by any means, but he went out there that night, and I think he just kind of pushed it to the side and went out there and competed like he has for four years here and had a good night for us. You mentioned two words and then kind of corrected yourself, but I think it's an interesting line there between arrogance and confidence. And I'm not so sure that with elite players, a little bit of arrogance isn't a good thing. What, what no is doubt. that line between those those two traits that, that people kind of dance around sometimes? You know, if, if you have a little bit of arrogance, but you respect the game and you respect your opponent, I think it's okay. I think the arrogance piece, if, if you don't quite respect the game or respect your opponent, then it kind of, you know, it'll kind of get out of control on you and, and people will think of you in a little bit more of a, a negative way, I guess. But with him, there is. There is a ton of confidence. Um, and I, I can't say that it's arrogance. I, I thought I used the wrong term, but you get what I'm saying. He's just, yeah. he's got some uh, he's got some swag about him out there. And, and if you take that away from him, you know, he, he's not who he is. So I think you saw a little bit of that in Game 3 for sure, just Jake being Jake of old. All right, so the, the draft rolls along. He jumps like 28 rounds from where he was a year ago, which is interesting kind of in a senior year because people talk all the time about you know lack of leverage when you're drafted as a senior. Maybe that matters a little bit on, a money, on the money side. But what, 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 what's different about him 365 days later? Because my thought is nothing probably is that much different, and yet he has that kind of a jump. The Mets take him in the fourth round. No doubt. Well, for me, there's nothing different. What I've seen being with him for two years, I tell everybody, I could coach for 20 more years and, and never have another one like him. 
And like I said, the talent piece, whenever people people show up and they see him perform, you see the swing, you see the ability. That's not even what I'm talking about. It is the competitive nature, um, the will to win. I've never seen anything like it, the way he prepares every single day. Um, but what changed for Major League Baseball? Who knows? You know, the draft is one of those deals. It can be really challenging to figure out. You'll see guys go real high, and you don't understand why they went high. You'll see guys not get taken or go late, and you don't understand that piece either. Um, you know, they talked about power for Jake throughout his career here, things like that. But Jake doesn't have for power. He has some power in there, and if he wants to get to his power, he probably can in Pro Bowl. Um, but I think finally somebody said, you know what, no matter where he's been, whether it's been Mississippi State and the SEC, he's always been the best. He goes to Cape Cod and he leads the, the, the league in average or in hits. No matter where he's been, he's proven to be the best, and somebody obviously acknowledged that today and gave him a great opportunity, and I'm just really, really happy for him. Hey, Coach, it's Brian. Hey, Dad. You know, you talk about Jake, and he just came out of this slump. You had a couple of guys a month or so ago that were slumping, and Rowdy Jordan and Tanner Allen, but now they've completely turned it around, especially Rowdy Jordan last week as the uh, regional MVP. What's What's been different for them the past you know few weeks that they've gotten on this hot streak? Their brain. <laughs> and most of the time, that's what it is, guys. You know, like once we start to scuffle, we want to change our stance, or we want to really, really try to – get in the cage and, and work through some things. A lot of times it could be a really small tinker with their setup or their swing. And there was. There was a really small uh, change with both those guys. But for the most part, just just kind of giving them a clear mind and some confidence. Um, and, and once they got it rolling again, then obviously they haven't stopped. Not going to worry. They don't plan on stopping anytime soon. But that's what's scary is those guys are going and, and – Jake's back. I can tell you right now he's back without even playing our, our first game of the Super yet. Um, Westberg had a really good weekend for us. Um, so if you can get all these guys rolling, you know, you never, it's never realistic to have them all rolling one through nine. But if we can get seven, eight of those guys clicking, clicking in all cylinders, it's, um, it's exciting. Jake, your career path is, is a little unique to me. You know, player, pro player, an agent for a while, an assistant coach for a while, then you make another move to assistant coach. I'm just kind of thinking about that time when when you worked with Scott Boris, um, what these three days must have been like in, in that time when you were an agent. Rounds one and two last night, what, three through ten today, and then 11 through 40. And you got so many guys that that's future is hanging in the balance. No doubt. Um, usually you fly out to Newport Beach, California. You're in the draft room for about six days prior to the first day of the draft, the first round, and, and preparing the company's preparing for each and every player. Uh, you know, with that, that was a unique situation there. Usually it's the, the top-end guy, the first-round pick. Every once in a while you'll have somebody that's not in the first round. But um, you're just trying to collect as much information and, and data in regards to what teams are interested in that certain player and find the best fit. Um, I learned a lot as a, as a player in pro ball going through the draft out of college and then going through professional baseball. I learned plenty on my own. And then to be able to, I guess, kind of work on the business side a little bit, I continue to learn, learn things as well. So it was a great experience. They're really, really good people. Um, I learned a lot while I was there. And it does. It benefits us here um, because there was things that I learned while I was there that, that we can use every day here, whether it's in recruiting or the draft and things like that. Sometimes the most valuable piece is just being able to help our own kids here that may not have 
um, some kind of person to lean on, um, we can give them good information and help them make an educated decision. What is Scott Morris like? Because for, for a lot of people, they hear that name and they think he's like this evil guy. Because <laughs> usually people don't talk about Scott Morris in a terribly positive way unless he represents you. Right. It's pretty simple. He's brilliant, um, but he has the ability to be a chameleon and, and come down to my level because he's on a different level than me. But when I first met him, it was my interview. <laughs> and I started to say, you know what, I thought you were going to be, and, and he stopped and, and uh, to be to be clean here he'll say you thought I was gonna be a bad guy and I said yeah and he laughed and he said well if I go to my grave my grave and people are mad at me because I did too good of work for my players and their families then I think my job is done here and so that was a pretty good point he fights for his players and their families and does a great job um and once you get to know him besides being brilliant and having a lot of power in the game he's just a normal normal guy he was a baseball player um normal dude and he treats, his pe- treats the people that work for him very, very, very well, very loyal. It's very cool. Hey, we've got about a minute left. Uh, I guess uh, I, I'd love to hear draft stories and agent stories all day, but probably should ask you about Stanford's pitching staff and, and what you're going to face this weekend, kind of what the approach is going into uh, into this Super Regional, trying to win two and get to Omaha. Um, we're going to be us. I think you guys probably hear Coach Lim talk about just being us and, and playing good baseball, playing our brand of baseball. Uh, I think they're probably going to go right, left, right, games one, two, and three. We've been watching a lot of video today, before and after practice. Stanford, Stanford, they've been good for a long time. Um, they're going to have really good starters. They're a little more offensive in regards to the long ball and physicality than they've been in a while. And they always play good fundamental defense. So, they are a great club coming in. Um, it's going to be a great challenge. We're going to have to earn it. But our boys have been earning it all year, and so um, I like where our team's at as well. It's still weird looking out and seeing Stanford with jerseys that button and shoes that aren't Mizuno. <laughs> I know. Tell me about it. The last time I was in the field with them was the um, 01 College World Series, and that's exactly what they were wearing. Yep. There you go. Jake, really appreciate your time. Wish you all the best this weekend. I know it's going to be a great atmosphere and a lot of fun. Thank you guys so much, Hell State. Have a good day. Jake Gotro, assistant coach at Mississippi State. Really a unique career path. Talk about a guy that played for Team USA, spent seven years in professional baseball, uh, made it to the bigs with uh, with the Padres, and or I guess we was Padres organization, the Indians, the Mets. Gets out of baseball, goes to work for Scott Boris, gets back into baseball as an assistant coach at, uh, at Tulane. Had some really good players in the time that he was at Tulane. And made the transition to Mississippi State. And if you think there's any doubt whatsoever that in the relatively near future, Jake Gotro is going to be a head baseball coach somewhere, let me just go ahead and erase that for you today. It's going to happen. He's going to be a good one when he gets the opportunity. Sports Talk Mississippi. Fun conversation with Jake Gotro on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.